So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. What's up, everybody? We are live. It's Sports Keto Wrestling. It is a huge, huge day in the world of professional wrestling. Has the game changed? Has all elite wrestling changed the game? Are they now officially neck and neck with WWE in terms of being the top wrestling promotion in the world? That is a question we are asking ourselves after last night's big AEW All Out. Oh, and... Brian Danielson is there. Let us tell you who that guy is. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Jump into the comments below. Get on screen with us. Share the link. Oh, you stink. Watch out, watch out, watch out. Uh, I uh, I did the little gimmicks. I did them all for the people that want to hear the gimmicks. Is the mic coming through, uh, Jeremy? Jeremy, in Nebraska, if I ask you, is this coming yep. through correctly? Loud and clear, uh, sir. All right, loud and clear. I want to get your comments on screen. I know we still have a big fallout. We still have so much to talk about out of last night's AEW All Out. I was there. It was uh, mm-hmm. quite the show, quite the spectacle. You can follow all the tweets I have. Uh, I did those for Sports Kedar. Our Twitter is up now. A lot of videos that we got from there. Engage with the show. Get on screen with us. If you're watching for the first time, tell us where you guys are watching from. If you haven't done it already, go ahead and subscribe to the Sports Kedar Wrestling channel. Uh, we have a lot of really, really great content. Of course, sportsgear.com all over the big post-show media scrums with Brian Danielson, CM Punk, Tony Khan, and Adam Cole. Uh, Ruby Ride as well, showing up looking like Beetlejuice. A lot of big names popped into AEW yesterday. Uh, we had Brian Danielson showing up at the end of the show in the final segment along with Adam Cole, Bay Bay. Uh, very eventful show. Jeremy, uh, you're Ooh. still basking in the glow of this, aren't you? Wow. Well, I don't know how many times I've watched the end of that show. That was like one of the most craziest endings of a pay-per-view that you could ever imagine. You know, people wondering why Punk and Allen did not go on last. And then uh, you kind of got it answered later on with... Uh, Adam Cole returning from the dead, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally after Kenny Omega said that line, uh, the lights went out, and uh, here comes Adam Cole, baby, and he joins the elite, which is uh, even awesome. I, I, I'm glad he did that. That was, uh, I think, the right call there. And so then they're all uh, they're all gloating because you know they've had the upper hand for a while now. And then look who comes out, none other than Brian Danielson, and just to have two big debuts stacked up the way they did was just a, a tremendous way to go go off of the show you know you add on to the elite the elite gets stronger adding a former world champion but then you got a a big shift in balance with a guy like brian danielson who's gonna be that guy to even out the odds against the evil uh, elite with uh, jungle mm-hmm. boy and luchasaurus and christian at the forefront and um it was a it was a tremendous one of the it's going to be one of those endings to a pay per view that you're going to remember forever. And uh, Daniel Bryan's or Brian Danielson's speech at the end, you stuck around for it, I'm sure, Kev. Yes, uh, that that speech at the end was tremendous. I saw some clips from YouTube of that as well. And my lord, um, if you don't think this moved the needle, uh, almost every one of the news sites today is all 
There's hardly any WWE news, and it's all AEW. Well, we'll correct you on that in a minute. A little bit, a little <laughs> bit. But that, that actually came out yesterday, what we're going to talk about. Yeah, so, maybe they should like, have waited to do that until today. Yeah, because today there I have, did not see hardly anything outside of what's going to be happening for Raw, which does not excite me in the least seeing Raw's card tonight. So well, here's the thing, Jeremy, and I'll do this. I was at AEW last night. I had a great yeah. time. Uh, here's the matter of the fact. AEW doesn't get better if you make fun of WWE. Yeah. It doesn't. And before we even went live, we had comments in the chat of people just immediately jumping into that. And from both sides, it's so stupid. You owe nothing, nothing to billionaires. You can watch <laughs> both shows. Yeah. You don't owe anything to them. You don't it have to pick a side. It's the other way around. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like they owe it to you. You know, the you best pay your money, they give you a show you like, then you watch it. Your show doesn't get better if you make fun of another show. You're wasting your energy. You're wasting yeah. it. And guess what? It's good for WWE because yeah. this is gonna light a fire under their ass. Yeah, product's gonna this get is better. It's gonna light a huge fire under their ass. There's yeah. a reason why SummerSlam had Becky Lynch and Brock Lesnar on it. And mm -hmm. I want to correct someone. Uh, Rick Uccino, I was live with them on the post show last night. Go watch it. We go really, really into depth if you just want conversation about All Out. Most of today is going to be all about All Out because we have the fallout from All Out. We have the news that's kind of coming in the last 24 hours about yeah. the deals and how these things are arranged. We'll get into that today. Uh, but Rick Uccino says, well, WWE doesn't have anything. They don't have any other more you know, surprise bullets in the gun. Yes, they do. <laughs> they do. John Cena is going to leave uh, and leave WWE this week and do his final date for them in MSG on Friday in New York City. We're going to talk about that. That show is going to be big. I don't think the response to this comes tonight on Monday Night Raw. The response to this comes no. tonight on SmackDown. Yeah, it has to. Yeah, And, and uh, it's going to come to SmackDown. It's going to come in New York City, and it's going to be big. Yeah. We're going to do some things. And also, John Cena may allude to something else he will do with WWE around WrestleMania when he has a gap in filming. Mm -hmm. So they still have John Cena, and they have The Rock. They have The Rock. When? I don't know, but they have him. All right? And they have matches they can make in WWE that you can't make somewhere else. Mm. And AEW has matches that now that they can make there that no one else can make for a while. We win. Yep. AEW doesn't win. WWE doesn't win. You, the fan, win. You win because these companies are putting up big things to make great combinations that fans want to win. That's it. You know, and I, I don't I don't know if that's a politically fun thing to say. I don't know if that gets me press credentials anywhere or anything <laughs> like that. Like, uh, and I'm not saying that as a shot at anyone else. I, I'll say AEW did a great job. Uh, now Arena, they were understaffed. They still made it work. You know, great event. Absolutely spectacular event. Great on them. Very, very successful and healthy for the wrestling business that there's another real major player, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so overall, good times. But don't don't get lost in the noise, everybody. Don't get lost in the noise. It's not necessary. So let's just jump right into uh, the, the post-show scrum here, post-show media scrum here. Um, a lot of, lot coming out of these, these, these were covered widespread. You can, you can watch them out. We got a, we got them from all the different people that were back there. Shout yeah. out to our friends, Dominic D'Angelo, Dennis, uh, Denise Salcedo and, and Sean Rossap, all the different outlets that were covering these. We got to aggregate from shout out mm -hmm. to you guys. A uh, lot to cover here. A uh, lot of exciting things. Daniel, uh, <laughs> I gotta get used to saying that Brian <laughs> Danielson had some comments that he said in the ring that I got to witness. Uh, he, he said, he said, uh, he said the F word, which was, <laughs> should say, oh, yeah, man. interesting. Say, he was ready. Go! Yeah, he uh, was ready. He, was, he, he ready. was definitely goofing around. He was definitely goofing around, said he would punch everyone in the face if they told him to keep talking. Uh, <laughs> and, and he was goofing around with that. And he said, uh, he's going to show people what elite really is. 
He's yeah. going to show you what elite really is. Yeah. Maybe, I thought that uh, was really interesting. It's very, very clear that he's going after the elite. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he mentioned that he's he trusted going to uh, AEW uh, because he loved WWE. And he yeah. said, he, I know you're going to boo this, but I love WWE. And he said it in front of Tony Khan, right next to Tony yeah. Khan. So, so did Adam Cole. I love I I worked. I love the people I worked with. I, I, I did. A, I accomplished a lot of things there. And I have any express like they were very gracious in the offer yeah. they offered me. And here's another telling thing. They were going to let me do things outside of WWE. Now, what were those things? Obviously, number one on his list is Japan. Japan. He, that is so. So that does kind of confirm a lot of what we were talking about months yeah. ago. That yeah. WWE and New Japan were definitely having some type of conversation. Yeah, and Brian Danielson was the center of that conversation. What do you think about that, Sid? All right, huh? <laughs> what do you think about that? Well, you got you got some people that think uh, you know just how New Japan works, and that that leak might have soured them from that deal too uh, when that leaked, and some people were speculating that that's why that never happened. So, but. uh Man, I uh New Japan and, and and AEW are definitely clashing. I mean, holy cow, Suzuki and Mox oh, on Wednesday. I lost my mind when I saw that. Of course, uh, John Moxley defeating uh New Japan veteran Kojima, head yeah. of the Red Club. There. That was a hell of a that was a hell of a just a fight. Just and a, t- and a tough position to be in. Second match in the card is not the, not the easiest position to be in at yeah. all. And um, not many people know who Kojima is unless they're a hardcore Japanese they fan. They do, but a lot more people little know bit. Minoru. A lot more, yeah. a lot more people yeah. know Minoru And man, him and Mox are going to beat the the living dog crap out of each other on Wednesday in Mox's hometown, <laughs> and it's going to be glorious. Mister James Espanto Fernando. Guy who's always with us so much. Thank you so much for being with me through the years, James. He goes, JB is pay-per-view. Uh, this pay-per-view is a paradigm shift that the professional wrestling needed since the Montreal screw job, since the outsiders invaded WCW. Yes, I've heard some other people make those comparisons as well. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel this can be a hot poker in the butt that WWE needs to get the creative <laughs> juices flowing. Well, yeah, th- here's the thing now, guys. I'm not just saying this because James is with me all the time. This is the comment to beat. If you're watching, this is the comment to beat. No trolley crap, real yeah. concentrated fandom. This is the comment yeah. to beat. Can you beat that? Yeah. And I don't know who it was, if it was Punk or it might have been Punk. <clears throat> he, he thinks this is bigger than the Outsiders. And it could be. I mean, it, it depends on where they go with it all. But, I mean, just the just the shift or just the just the the seismic shift that it made in in the wrestling world last night or what happened and how it went down and people's excitement for it and just the overall just wow of how that show ended you know it, it definitely you know is going to bring a lot of people over and mm-hmm. like uh, James said it's going to light a fire in WWE where we all win you know hopefully i mean SmackDown has been good for the most part, for the better part, basically since they've moved to Fox. Um, Raw has not been good for a long time, so they got to really I've figure heard some out. People say NXT's been off, but I've really enjoyed it. There's been a lot of yeah, really it's on there's been times where it's been kind of stale. Um, but, I just think people want to say it's stale because if they have a bias against AEW, and they're like, "Well, I can say SmackDown's good." But if I have to choose one or the other, I'm going to like, it's stupid. Well, it's not even that. Crap. It's not I even know, that. I mean, I, the, I know yeah. for a fact, talking to people that work for other outlets that they say, yeah. we can't say NXT is better than AEW. We can't No, We got to yeah. say that, that this is the line we have to draw. Even if that isn't the real line. I mean, if you looked at NXT last week, there was absolutely hardly any kind of storyline progression or anything interesting going on there. There were some great matches. They have some great talent. 
And maybe they're holding back for this refresh that happens a week from tomorrow. I don't know. But honestly, it, it has gotten stale. Some of the storylines and, and everything, it, you know, it, it has gotten stale at times. And maybe we're it's that stuff. We're getting we're getting that index yeah. wedding, which I think is going to be hopefully. Yeah, those always go without a hitch. Those always go without a hitch, right? What? Those always go without a hitch, right? Those weddings. But those that's the fun weddings. part, right? If you want the car crash, right? If you want the sports entertaining that WWE can do, they're going to do sports entertaining. You know, yeah. you're going to get that there. Yeah, I, I really uh, wonder what uh, what we're going to get next week. It's going to be it's going to be fun to see what we get uh, with the next. Back into week. these media scrums. Adam Cole also talking to these media scrums. He joins now the elite. He is back in the group. They did the being the elite sketch. He's back with them. They did their goofy seance to, uh, you know, once again, everyone says, well, being the elite, it's a comedy show. It doesn't really reflect AEW storylines. Yes, it doesn't. It's a sketch comedy show that they do with wrestlers that you see on TV. That's what it is. Well, originally they brought bats back sour boy, but yeah. So, yeah. It's not the same thing. Here. Uh, sour boy. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So it was, it was certainly interesting here and yeah. he's back in the fold. Now in these media scrums last night, after showing up at the end of the all, all out pay-per-view, uh, he says that he had a very great relationship with Vince McMahon. He had a yeah. wonderful offer from them, but it didn't take a lot for him to kind of decide to go to EW just because he knows everyone there. He's really good friends with them. Yeah. And obviously his his girlfriend is there. So and, uh, Baker, and, and, and yeah. And keeping the Twitch stream was meant a lot to him too. And that was something if he moved to the move, main roster, he would have had to given up. I wonder. And, I wonder if they would have changed their mind about that for some yeah, reason. You wonder, but yeah. It, and but well, we don't know. Now we don't weird, know. The weird thing is they put Vince put that in place because of that entertainment company they created, but then they quickly pulled the plug on that thing. So I'm still wondering why they haven't really let their talent be able to do things like that. You know, it's a license uh, talking to more and more people. I know about it. It is a licensing and marketing complication with certain people that they want to do deals with. And a lot of sponsors are not fan of it. Uh, Uh, I've, I've made this example before. Why would we do a live stream with a sponsor who wants to pay for a live stream? Right. And do it on their channel if you're already doing this all on your own. Yeah. So then, where's the exclusivity in that? Where where can we monetize that? So uh, where does that work for sponsors? That we so it's just it's a very complicated thing. I'm not yeah. saying that I I agree with it. I'm just explaining the financials of it and why it would be a conflict with someone you're trying to do business with. Cole uh, uh, Cole Cole said something interesting though in that scrum. He was like he was surprised by the fact that his contract was up and. You know, and basically it was brought to him three days before the expiration date. So that's where he kind of, he said, you know, that's where he's, excuse me, that's where he's praised the WWE says loves working with them. And, you know, and and he says he, he had to finish what he had started with his best friend, Kyle O'Reilly. So that's why he signed that extension through SummerSlam so they could finish that program with Kyle O'Reilly He's one of his best friends. And he Mm -hmm. said it was really important for him to get that story wrapped up. Um, but I, it, it definitely sounded like that, uh, you know, he, he even mentioned it visiting Brit. He, he's, he's been in that AEW atmosphere for uh, a f- several times over the past couple of years. And he said that this was just something he, he definitely was not going to turn down once the time came right. But he, again, he praised the WWE and worked with them. You and- need that door still open. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that door is going to, and, and, that, and here's, <clears throat> here's the thing, guys, everyone's saying everybody went there. Like Ruby went there and Ruby seemed very, very happy in her post-show media scrum and expressed it. I think it's a great opportunity for her. I think yeah. she's, I think probably one of the people that's going to benefit the quickest from, from something like this in terms of like accolades and certain things, obviously punk was huge, but I mean, like, 
in terms of like wrestlers coming over, I think she, she's going to be right in the title picture. She's already yeah. right there. You know, she's skipping the line for lack yeah. of a better phrase. Yeah. It, uh, but, but across the board, it, this is a year or two. We're going to have the same conversation in reverse. Yeah. You're Jeremy. Can you hear me? Yeah. I'm, my computer's running like crap right now, but I okay. think I'm back to normal. Do you need to reboot? No, I think I think I'm good for now. Let's, okay. we'll find I thought for a second I lost you. And in a year or two, we'll we'll be talking about this in reverse when someone's contract comes. Out. Yeah, like, the, and like and this stuff is gonna. Jeremy, you're cutting out, buddy. Why don't you reboot? And buddy? so those three year deals. Jeremy. Okay. If you're if you want, you just want to reboot, refresh with me, okay? I'm going to remove him and see if he can rejoin me here. All right. And see if things are working better for him. Let's get right into your comments here. A lot of people with trolley things. That's fine. And we're going to ban people blocked. Yes, I've already done it. So some people can do that in the chat. That's okay. Other comments with this here. The new stage set looks awesome for NXT. I haven't seen it completely yet. I know that's coming up here in a couple weeks. Uh, other people with different comments here about this with comments about what's going on with Adam Cole. Here we go. Jason Campbell. Hey, Kevin, it's pretty cool. AEW out is on YouTube the next day. I'm currently watching it. I don't think that's supposed to be on all on YouTube, buddy. Maybe you can get clips of it here. Some people saying, did I get your question? Not yet. If you, if you posted a question that flew by and I didn't see it, go ahead and repost it. That's fine. Here we go. Here's Jeff. Hey, Kev, well, what can WWE next uh, for this crazy all? What are they going to do in response? Well, as I mentioned, uh, coming up this Friday, WWE is going to be back in New York City at Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena, and they are going to have a stacked, stacked card on this show. Uh, Brock Lesnar is set to appear on the show. You will also get on television, on the Fox broadcast, you will also get uh, a big, big match between Edge and Seth Rollins, a SummerSlam rematch. Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair will do their Extreme Rules contract signing, as well as a non-televised match that is advertised currently with John Cena doing his final appearance for WWE before going away again. He'll tag with the Uso, uh, no, excuse me, the Street Profits to take on Roman Reigns and the Usos. This will be a big, big match. So big card live for the fans, big card for TV, and I assume some other big surprises there as well. I don't think WWE is going to do that. Now, uh, Jeff, I want to get into this rumor you brought up is The Undertaker is rumored. That is purely a rumor. There is no credible resource to go to right now to source that story. That is simply fans saying WWE is going to bring out The Undertaker for the show. Uh, There is no uh, indication. There is no advertisement. There is nothing from a WWE source currently saying that as I speak to you right now. Maybe you watch this later on and news comes out about it. Uh, but as we talk here on Monday, the 6th of September, there is no news to that. And we've heard a lot of people bring that up in the last hour or two. Uh, and I even had some people at Sports Key reach out to me and said, hey, I heard about this. Is there anything to this? Can we find a source in the story? And we looked around and there is nothing to it. It's simply just fans saying that. So uh, sorry to be the rumor killer, uh, but the dead man uh, is not scheduled to appear. He did officially retire from the WWE in November of 2020 uh, in front of no fans at Survivor Series. That is currently uh, what we know about here. Uh, so uh, let me know what you guys think. Is is this the game changer? Is AEW all out 
the game changer? Does this put AEW on WWE's level? You know, you had Chris Jericho recently saying he thinks that AEW Dynamite will be beating Raw in the ratings within six months. Now, mind you, they're not head-to-head. They're on different nights, so it's a completely it's a hard comparison. You know, it's a stretch of more than, you know, 72 hours or more than that, nearly over 100 hours in broadcasting, nearly that, in terms of uh, separation here. Uh, is uh, Daniel Soto. Is it true WWE had a creative meeting? Creative meeting in what regard? They have creative meetings all the time. Do they have a creative meeting because of this? I don't know about that. A lot of people saying that here. Um, Paul Savage saying, come on, AEW will unbuckle at some point. I don't see them losing any momentum at this moment unless there is just a, a critical flurry of injuries or something like that. I don't see them losing any momentum right now. Being at this show, there's a lot of people that are very, very excited about this brand. They're very excited to buy merchandise. I've never seen fans more pumped about what new merchandise is coming out from them. They have a very hardcore audience. Now, that isn't to say that WWE can't pivot with a different audience. I would say from being at All Out, I will say this. There is an overwhelmingly male tendency to this audience between 25 to 50 years old. uh, And that you can sell a lot of things to the audience. You can advertise a lot of things to the audience. uh, But it'll be interesting to see how they can evolve and grow the audience in general. Um, Alex Julio says he thinks that AEW will be on WWE's level soon. Yes, it does. AEW is going to be the new WCW and make WWE change. You know what, Alex? That's kind of the way I see things going right now as well. I I see things going in that direction. And I think it's a positive direction. It's good for WWE. It's good competition. It's good for the wrestling business. It's good for you, the fans. You win it the most. Uh, and I've heard this ridiculous rumor. Oh, Vince McMahon secretly owns. There's no way he can't run a big wrestling company. Uh, it's not. It's not a thing here. Uh, Randy Sam. Once again, if you guys got questions, fire them off. I'm going into them here. As as uh, I'm running solo, and hoping Jer- Jeremy can join me here in a, in a little bit here. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I've heard this question as well. Is WWE going to respond with some major match? Are they going to make a huge, huge match? As I brought up earlier, WWE has the rock in their back pocket this whole time. If they want to be able to make some big matches with him when he's available, when it works with him, he's the biggest movie star in the world, right? Felipe Herrera says, will the rock and Roman Reigns be at WrestleMania next year? Well, it's already been talked about publicly and you've even had Roman Reigns go on the record as saying, ah, uh, maybe we do it in LA, you know, and that would be WrestleMania 39, which would be in 2023. Uh, 2022 is currently scheduled to go down in the spring in Texas and uh, right outside of uh, Texas, Dallas, Texas and Arlington at the home of the Cowboys. And that could be a big one. Uh, we've heard about the rock being involved with it. We've heard about the rock not being involved with that. Um, and obviously him in LA wouldn't make a lot of sense. The rock doesn't have many matches here left uh tim hardy saying do we get the rock on friday on smackdown on madison square garden well i do think this madison square garden show is a big deal simply because it's new york city and it's madison square garden uh the rock did have some movies come out recently i don't know if he has any other big projects coming out right right now so an appearance by him right now would be a little bit out of tune with what he's done for the last 10 years or so with wwe kind of appearing around the time when a big project is coming out or a critical WWE event is in there. He would kind of line up with that second one. He appeared at the first uh, SmackDown on Fox in LA. Would he appear at this one in New York City? It is a big media market. It would get a lot of people talking. It is a huge TV show. But is he promoting anything at the same time? You know, does he need extra eyeballs on The Rock that week? Not exactly certain. 
not exactly certain here. Uh, Randy Sam with a question here. He goes, Kev, do you think WWE can do something big in the coming weeks? And do you think WWE needs to bring back Jim Johnson to bring back the edge uh, to bring to bring the edge back to WWE? Uh, about, uh, I, I don't know about the question there with, uh, with music. I know some people think if you're a lifelong fan, you care about the theme songs and stuff like that. Uh, they don't have the CFOs, which is a writing team as well. Um, but there's different people you can bring in, different artists to complement everything in every different way. Maybe you bring in a new artist who can do that stuff too. Uh, do you think WWE does things in the coming weeks uh, to big? And this is kind of a general conversation we've been going over here for the last few minutes. I do think they have something huge. Uh, you mentioned here as well, Gable Stevenson. Gable Stevenson, excuse me. Uh, people, it's Stevenson. Uh, make that uh, collaboration there. He's a gold medal wrestler, Greco-Roman wrestler for the United States. Won the gold medal in the Tokyo Games. He has reportedly signed a deal with WWE, though he has not confirmed it himself. He's been very, very friendly with WWE people. He's expressed uh, a desire to go to WWE. Now, it isn't clear if he goes there or if he returns to the University of Minnesota where he is wrestling uh, and continues to compete there and goes for another national championship. It'll be interesting to see what he does. Uh, Seth Rollins has gone on the record saying, I will train you at my training facility in Iowa, which isn't that far away from where he's based. So that would be interesting here to see uh, to see what happens here. Uh, Rob Scott Fell says, will AEW get more TV time in the UK? Don't know about that, but I know a lot of fans in the UK definitely want more AEW. Uh, I know that we have a lot of fans in India that are very excited about AEW getting on Eurosport there. And that is a huge deal for them. That is probably the biggest non-American television contract they could sign. There's no shot at the UK. It's simply just a massive audience there that you can reach. And we'll see what happens here. Uh, Jason, with his question, Kev, 1 to 10, do you think Daniel Bryan is Brian Danielson now? Uh, his AEW theme. What do I think of it? Uh, uh, well, I heard it last night, and I was there live. Uh, and it kind of people knew it was him once they heard Flight of the Valkyries, but kind of went into like, kind of more of a hip hop thing. Um, what did I think? I would give it a five. I was right there in the middle with it, but probably less than that. It didn't hit me as much as uh, other things that he has done have hit me in the past. Uh, and uh, Jeremy joining us here. Jeremy, what do you think of that new Daniel Bryan theme? We were, we're just drilling through questions here. Uh, what, do, what do you think of that new Daniel Bryan theme song? Give me the one to 10 on it. I, I liked it. I thought it was a uh, a good remix of uh, of the uh, kind of his original theme in the WWE with that uh, uh, was that Fly of the Valkyries is that what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I kind of wouldn't wa- really wanted to hear Final Countdown, but it's because okay, uh, just it's it's a cool wrestling entrance kind of music theme. But I thought the this uh, remix was pretty good. I thought it was uh, decent. I heard someone say it was a Jock Jams version <laughs> of Flight of the Valkyries. I I wouldn't say I was a fan of it. A lot of people said, "Oh, God, well, come out to uh, Europe's Final Countdown," which yeah. is the big song he walked out when he was world champion in Ring of Honor before he went to WWE. Yeah. Uh, here's well, I mean, it's in just Ring of Honor. They didn't pay for the rights to the music. No, they used the old the old ECW trick. The you the, the old ECW trick was you would see it, but on the DVDs the you wouldn't a lot of them edited it out your final countdown and you yeah. would just get you would get a different track and they would do a different uh, commentary yeah. track when he came out to the ring and a bunch of different things yeah uh and they won't pay for it if you saw any ring of honor footage on wwe network because i think they've used different things for like um documentaries they edit out all of the music and stuff like that because they don't have the rights to it yeah so um, i mean you, you just you just hear that at the beginning of the song and then it just goes into a track so uh it's not really a remix of that song so to speak it's just you know it 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 starts out 
to let you know who it is. And it worked because the crowd immediately knew who it was when that music started. Uh, a lot of people with different takes here saying uh, they enjoyed everything here. Uh, Kevin Bateman, you know, the conversation comparisons between WWE and AEW. Uh, do you think WWE is second rate to AEW now that lots of people have left? No, uh, I don't think that. And I don't think you can justify that. Th- I think you can say it if you're just a fan and you just want to, you know, be out there. If you're, if you're, you know, TJ from New Jersey, 105 or whatever, you know, you want to, <laughs> um, just do those things where you're completely biased. As you guys know, I'm pro pro wrestling. That's my take. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, and I think the business can be healthy everywhere. You know, I truly mean, yeah. that. and it, yeah. you, people say that just to be cop out of things. I'm not. Well, you got to remember that these guys that have come over are have not really been involved in the WWE for some time either. There's still people in the WWE. <laughs> they have great talent. It's just getting, it to be an interesting product again. They and did vice versa. There's people yeah. that have already coming in and out of yeah. AEW. And I think no, I was Matt, trying Matt, to. You had Matt Cardona. Yeah. They, and they I was, didn't, they, what did they do with Matt Cardona? Well, he they didn't sign him. He was just there for a short term sure, deal. But they didn't yeah, keep him. They didn't. No, they didn't come to an agreement. They didn't um, keep him. You know, and they, was, got, they got other people they're not doing anything with and, that are their own homegrown talents. You, you can say it about uh, AEW. And uh, that uh, happened. As I was. As I was saying before, my uh, computer memory spiked up to oblivion and my my tower melted down and I had to reboot. Uh, I was saying that uh, a lot of uh, a lot of AEW talent signed three year deals, which are going to be up in 2022. So there is going to be it, it, right now. It seems like a one way street, but it's going to be uh, there are going to be some people that do jump ship uh, the other way around here coming uh, up next year. So and and the thing is, uh, this is a residency complex where people look at the most recent thing recency complex where what's the most recent thing and they're going to base their entire view of the whole world franco's saying you're right but AEW is way the cooler than wwe right now okay you can see the cool factors there i I, I agree with that i overall i like how it's booked better but there are things i like in wwe better than what AEW does there's some things that Uh, bug me there's some things that AEW does that bug me but overall product (laughs) It's a two-hour show that flies by, and you're all of a sudden going, holy crap, it's the main event already. Where Raw, it's like three hours, and you feel like it's 10. You know, And so you know, the, the overall product maybe is better, but there are things that WWE does that are better, and, and one of them is SmackDown. They have done a hell of a job with SmackDown overall. And but SmackDown's I mean, a fun show. Yeah, and we're going to get... Uh, we're gonna get a hell of a show Friday. I mean, yes. we're gonna we're gonna have something to talk about. We got uh, people asking if The Rock and The Undertaker are gonna show up in New York City. Okay, so so yeah. like you know, the sky's the limit in terms of expectations there. But that's and the it, thing. The WWE is gonna do a real response show. Yeah, but it's that's the problem. Smackdown. It's not gonna be raw. That's the problem with WWE though. Those are guys that have been there forever. That but they don't have anybody like they they, they have, this is a problem. They're not building up people like they should. Uh, and so when you're trying to move with time, you try to move, but they, they haven't done it over time. That's the problem. They've been j- the same but, but people. I'm, we have Big E. Yeah. Well, we have Bianca Belair. We have Sasha Banks. Like makes they, you wonder if they, uh, it makes you wonder if tonight, uh, Big E cash is to kind of answer. Who knows? It makes you wonder. But, uh, you know, they have, but the problem is when they try to break that glass and answer it, it's people from the past. But unfortunately, that's all that's been moving the needle for the WWE. Didn't AEW just do that? Um, well, it, Adam Cole is thirty-two. He's not from the past. Uh, they're, from, CM, they're, from, you know. they're not from. They don't have their own past. Yeah, that's the see. That's the difference. Yeah. They don't get that crutch. They, 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 yeah. they get all these passes that people don't judge them on. 
No, they're from they're from their own past. They're yeah. from their own. These people have their own past. But it's and just odd that it, WWE has to go back to a a thirty year old veteran or a th somebody that's been in the business for so long in order to do something. Fun. You know, so I don't know. The same, they do the same crap with the Undertaker every There's time. The last thirty year old veteran. We got everything right out there. He's been wrestling but, since the late nineties. Everything they've done with undertaker the last couple of years is the same stuff over and sure, over they've not done the anything interesting yeah i want to see acdc i want to i want to see ACDC, yeah i want to see wanna... them you know i want to see interesting things with these guys not the same sure, stuff i agree you know? but yeah. you like you can't have it both ways you can't say we're doing the fresh new fun exciting thing when we're signing people from another company and you care about them because you already saw them in another company right so mm. that's that's another reason why more people care about daniel bryan brian Danielson because they saw him in wwe and now he's in aew right yeah, it's not, it's not, you know. it's not a wrong, wrong thing to say. I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not stirring the pot. You know no. I mean? Like Tony Khan's smart. These are smart yeah. people. That's why you signed yeah. that guy. Well, exactly. This guy's been marketed by another billion dollar company and I can get him and get that rub and now run with it. Yeah. I mean, two of the three guys that he's brought over are guys that created movements. CM Punk and Daniel Bryan created movements with that, that fans basically demanded that these guys get over in the WWE and it worked for the most part. Yeah. Especially the Yes Movement. I mean, yeah. oh, that God, was yeah. not the plan for WrestleMania. And it turned into one of the best WrestleMania's main events of all time at mm -hmm. 30. You know, and that wasn't even the original plan. And uh, the fans w willed it into existence. And it turned out to be a tremendous moment with Daniel Bryan uh, starting out. Franco's comment here. He says, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. But I want to make sure we get to this so we can get a lot. Because a lot of people want to talk to us today. If we are using stock metrics, WWE is going the way of the BlackBerry. <laughs> well, here's where the stock thing is off. How much money did WWE just sign for television rights? And and if they sell the company, how much money is the company going to go for? A lot more than what they already sold. Yeah. What do they already got these deals for? But they've um, also had a 30-year head start, as mentioned before. So Then they have the head start. That's yeah. what you get. You don't get to change it's, the metrics. It's interesting, though. It's interesting, though. Are these deals going to be on the table the next go-around? Because yeah. they have not really... WWE really has not... Because the because that because that audience is more valuable than they were by the yeah. by what the metrics are, <clears throat> you yeah. know, an ounce of gold is worth more than than it was, you know, maybe a pound was, you know, in terms of that's the way that those things kind of change in rates. The the way of value an audience of a million is rated now in terms of advertising is much more than it was when it was eight million twenty years ago because yeah. there's so many more media options. So that's when people say, oh, there's only two and a half million people watching all live. This is ridiculous. I was like, look at the social media numbers. There's a lot more people watching than two and a half million. Yeah. A lot more. If you look at this, if you look at that, because Nielsen ratings are not truly indicative of a television no, audience. There's a lot a, more people. There's a lot more people watching AEW than 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 the rating tells you too. Yeah, you know? yeah. Nielsen's pretty archaic, but oh god, <clears throat> but so archaic, so yeah, archaic. It, it, it's yeah. you always see these reports with. Uh, I've never seen so many reports about networks ever since these deals were done, though. Have you? Like. Oh. So networks not, networks not being happy with wwe and so you, you never saw those reports before that five-year deal was done with with fox and that. but i mean i think fox is happy because i mean smackdown has been doing some pretty good numbers all um, the numbers yeah. the last two weeks they did some really really huge numbers i mean and then you had them like beating like major league sports in the mm -hmm. spring and stuff like that yeah now, that's a pretty good thing right before football comes back you know yeah. and, and oh, also yeah. smackdown is on a good night it's on friday night mm -hmm. there isn't a lot of major network products that are hot on Fridays right now. Well, 
Might be a college uh, you, game. Might be a college game to go against, but other than that, yeah, yeah. college games. But that's like in the holidays anyway. And yeah. holidays are kind of like written off in terms of like that's all like specials. You know, like yeah. you know. So Friday nights, I thought when they went over to Fox, I was like, that's a tough night to be on, right? But then you look at the way Fox realigned everything. That's all mm-hmm. like, especially the way they set things up and they market everything. And it, we're going to be very sports driven. Yeah. And we're going to have a lot less scripted stuff. And we're going to rely on WWE to kind of be a part of that sports bridge gap between sports and entertainment. It was a good pickup by them. And I think yeah. Fox has done a great job with it too. They've done, yeah, really, they've really done good some good integration with their yeah. other, other products as well with it. And, you know, and they have, good alternatives like we got the world series coming up we're gonna you know they have fs1 to go to at least where uh which was i think at home you know for like backstage and things like that it's not going to get a a big audience as big of an audience but at least they still have you know some backup plans for when there are some some bigger things thank you so much to tj santiago saying good afternoon guys love you love the show catch it every day thank you so much tj Uh, we do the top story from sports kita on facebook and youtube weekdays monday through friday right around the uh, 5 p.m central 6 p.m eastern hour so the best way to do that subscribe to our youtube channel if you haven't done already go ahead and subscribe turn those notifications on thank you to so much uh people we are now well over twenty thousand subscribers which is really really great if you haven't done already go ahead and subscribe to sports key wrestling on youtube if you're watching on facebook make sure you turn those notifications on so you know exactly when we go live we will have vince russo uh with all of his hot shots on later on tonight following monday at raw bro bro i wish we bro. had a broke i know we had the bro counter he does a feature for us every week called writing with russo where he kind of rewrites a current storyline right uh it's really entertaining we have the bro counter on that i wish we could have a live bro counter like right? with him during during legion of raw which is the live show we do with him writing with russo we tape so we can kind of pre-produce it based on how many times he says bro and like it's a short form video it's like 10 minutes I wish we could do it for Legion of Raw, which is live Monday nights. That would be crazy. It would go, it would go through the roof. It would go through the roof. Would, the the broke kind of would, would it would break itself. Uh, it would. It would. We'd have to constantly buy a new one. Uh, well, you have to subscribe to our Sports Kita audio YouTube. Uh, excuse me, audio tube. Audio tubes. The audio tubes. Uh, subscribe to us on the audio tubes. You know, All the tubes. The you know. Uh, otherwise known as a podcast. <laughs> I can't even talk anymore. Uh, I lost my I lost my voice yelling at wrestling yesterday. Uh, yeah, we're available on Spotify, Apple, all the different apps. We have uh, all of our post shows, all the different stuff we did. QT Marshall did an interview with us, which is also up there as well. If you can't catch Top Story when we stream it video-wise, we drop the audio of it there as well. I know for the people that are with us every single day, loving you guys. Shout out to the TJs. Shout out to the Kim Grays. Shout out to the James Espantos. You know, shout out to... Uh, Thomas Bernard, like I'm, I'm, I'm mentioning people that are watching the show all the time. Love watching you guys. And also a big thank you to Jay Feliciano. I know I've mentioned him quite a bit. Uh, Jay is a great, great help. He actually helped me get Wi-Fi because, uh, you know, getting Wi-Fi in a jam-packed stadium uh, arena, like now arena last night with everyone trying to tell everyone they were at all out, right? I just wanted to be able to stream from there. And and Jay was like, hey, I'm in a suite. Come on up. We'll help you out. And, uh, yeah. and he was so thankful to him. I want to get this question in here about this before we sign off. How about the promo trailer for WWE's 9-11 documentary coming out at the end of the week? Because, uh, you know, this is going to be the unfortunate anniversary of 9-11, one of the worst tragedies in American history. Uh, that'll be on Peacock. Uh, interesting to see that that's coming out. That was a very interesting night for WWE, and I'm looking forward to that. I've seen some footage from that. And I've heard some people tell some stories about that. Yeah, I've not seen the trailer yet. I saw that it existed. I'm going to definitely catch that here sometime tonight uh, and check that out. Yeah, I got. I remember. You know, I remember where I was when I found out. I was I was in college. My buddy uh, knocking on the door, getting ready to go to class, and I thought he was uh, BSing me. I thought he was joking. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And uh, sure enough. 
What a time. Yep. What a time, man. Uh, yeah, so we, uh, we're looking forward to all of the different ways we can entertain you. So definitely let us know. If you're watching On Demand, continue to sound off in the comments below. Just because you're watching this On Demand doesn't mean that you guys aren't a part of the conversation. I'll be, uh, uh, right after the, we put this up, I'll be talking to you guys all night long about what's going on and different all things. All night. All night. What's going on with you, buddy? Uh, I am uh, hosting uh, Lost the Mid Card. We drop a new show every Thursday. You can find us on any podcasting platform. Just search for Lost in the Mid Card. Uh, also on the YouTube, we're on the YouTubes for the video version as well. Uh, we are making the push to episode 300, where we may do our first ever live show. Uh, we've always recorded and then posted. So we may actually uh, uh, do a live show, which uh, coincidentally, episode 300. We'll be after Arthur Ashe. So that should be another explosive show for AEW. Uh, so go to uh, they just there. They give away all the surprises <laughs> right? uh, this weekend, right? We'll, we'll, find, we'll probably find out Wednesday. We'll probably start to build. <laughs> I think to they're going to make some great matches. For yeah, that. it's going to be it's going to be it's not what we expected, which is cool. We, you know, mm -hmm. we, we a lot of us probably thought Punk and Brian, but uh, no, we're going to go different directions. Uh, I think. Um, I honestly, uh, I know one match you could probably book for Arthur Ashe is going to be, I bet you Punk, Sting, and Darby face uh, Garcia in 2.0. I bet you that'll be a, an Arthur Ashe one. Um, uh, and that'll be fun to see Punk team up with those two guys. Uh, but yeah, again, lost in the mid card. We drop every Thursday afternoon. Uh, uh, fellow sports Kita writer Matt Black and I have uh, been going at it for almost seven years now, even before we were with sports Kita is where we met up. So uh, we'll uh, we'll give our all out review and uh, talk about the dynamite afterwards for this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for watching. We really do sincerely uh, appreciate it. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at Kev Kelm. You can follow him at JB Huskers. And if you haven't done already, go ahead and follow at SK Wrestling underscore. Very goofy video we got this week from SmackDown. Oh my God, that guy. Have you not? Have you seen this? This is yes. This was uh, I, I, I can't believe my, how I can't believe how viral that went, but man, yeah, uh, uh, thousands of people have seen this, and, I and thought, it, uh, it is very, very cool. I thought Mike was going to challenge him <laughs> for the title there for a minute. My, uh, Mike, uh, Mike, our director of our social media, uh, Mike Tessione, is there with his wife, and they're having a great time. And God bless Mike, him and his family going through a really tough time with the hurricane, and thankfully, uh, them and some other people we know, some people unfortunately were deeply affected by it. Our hearts go out to them, and he's he's trying to have a good night after everything there. You know, he's like. First live thing I'm going to go and do in ages. You know, some of us have waited to go back out to live shows. Yeah. So is Mike. So he's like, first night out, I'm going to go to SmackDown. I'm going to take some pictures, tweet them out for the old SK, right? And and him and his wife are having a great time. And then there's this guy in the front row who has his fight everyone, Kevin Owens shirt on. And, and he wants to fight call, everyone. He's calling out everyone for matches and the crowd. And uh, Mike's wife very hilariously yelled, I would like to fight you for the belt. Like <laughs> softly says it. I would like to fight you for the belt. Uh, it was very, very funny. If you haven't seen it, go check out our Twitter. It's up on our Facebook as well. Just like that meme says, if you bring a, a belt to a WWE event, be prepared to defend it. Change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I don't know. I, I understand when those are, I have a friend who's a big belt fanatic, but he yeah. doesn't bring them to things. He just has them up at his house. Which I Yeah, think I got a buddy of mine that's got a ton of belts too. He's got a lot of cool belts, but I don't know. I think he brings them to events too. I would, that's just one thing to carry that I wouldn't want to carry all night. You know, it's cool to, have them but i just would not want to carry it all damn night <laughs> all right once again thank you guys so much uh we appreciate continuing to sound off with this in this conversation is aew more competitive than they've ever been right now with WWE considering all the new signings get in the comments and let us know what you think if you haven't done already go ahead and subscribe to sports kitty on the youtubes on all the tubes the audio tubes, oh, the audio tubes, tubes. <laughs> the vacuum tubes love. 
<laughs> what a flub. Oh, we'll miss you. Thank you guys so much. We'll be back tomorrow with a whole lot more to cover and all the latest wrestling news that we can find. You can get it at sportskeeda.com. And remember, when watching wrestling, tell them what they got to do, Jeremy. You uh, have got to enjoy wrestling. Yeah. 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 Let me talk to you. Talk, talk to them. Yeah. <laughs>